Wait a minute, wait a turn, minute. On the turn on the radio. My homie got a new show and it's time to play it's it though. Play I it hope right. you got in tune. Got he in talking tune. bigger business. Talking big he make a lot of moves. Lot Welcome of talk. back to the Startup Showcase. I'm your host, Scott Katoon, and you're listening to WGN Radio. This is Technory Live from the Allstate Showcase Studio. Joining me today, he's been kind enough, is Charlie Meyerson. Uh, welcome back. Glad to be here. Of course. And Stefan Burr, you're joining us now as well. You are the CEO and founder of Phoenix P2P. Thanks, Scott. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So we're excited to have you. Um, and one of the main reasons, not the only reason that we have you here, uh, is because, well, two reasons. One, you're going to be at Technory on Tuesday. We've got our main event. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to talk a little bit briefly here on what the subject matter is and why it pertains to you. Uh, but also, I, w- I wanted you to be here with Charlie because Charlie is a media personality, media expert, and we continue to read off the list of things for Charlie to make him <laughs> and blush. And all of them are embarrassing and <laughs> probably overstated. But go ahead. Well, hey, I need to make my case for why I've got experts here. So you're an expert now, whether you like it or not. I'm fine with that. Uh, and we want to talk a little bit about the importance of engagement, the importance of real time, meaning real time. Uh, so we're going to dive into that. But first, the Technory Showcase, if you guys out there listening want to learn more about it, uh, you can go to events.technory.com backslash gogo. The co- uh, the keynote will be John Wade, who's the COO of gogo. If you're familiar with gogo air, the internet of the sky. Uh, the reason that we have you on that pitch, uh, pitch, uh, I guess, pitch event, if you will, is because data connectivity, uh, you've, you've all heard about this in the news, Verizon getting in sort of trouble with their, what is unlimited, not unlimited sprint and all this data stuff. Well, it actually matters in order to stream video, in order to deal with latency, in order to open up your app and have Facebook work and Amazon work. Uh, there's got to be a connectivity point that is actually strong enough to support what you're doing. And I think a lot of people take for granted that it's not their phone. It's not their TV. They don't have to throw the remote at the TV when Netflix doesn't work. It's actually the data connectivity and sort of how it all works. And you know quite a bit, Stefan, about how this all works. Definitely. Um at Phoenix, we are a real-time video content distribution network, and we provide technology to make interactivity and streaming in the Internet possible at a large scale across the globe and keeping the latency low so that uh, you can actually get that engagement with your audience. So, so I, I think, oh, I, you know, on behalf of people who are, like me, not so technically sophisticated, when we talk about latency, we're talking about the delay between the time something's really happening and the time people see it on their phones, right? Exactly. So if you, you know, watch a TV, let's say Game 7 on, on, you know, the cops playing the World Series and you also happen to be next to the stadium, you actually will notice there's a substantial lag between when it happens in the stadium and you hear pe- people cheering about it and you actually see it on the TV in the bar next to it. And that's kind of like, you know, spoiler alert, right? And so the same thing happens for every type of, of streaming services. If you have your neighbor watching it on one channel, you watch it on the internet, it's not going to be in sync, right? You may get the goal, the score, the touchdown and in the other room before you see it. And that's kind of like a, a big spoiler. And, and so this is the part where people go, who cares, right? Because you've got, you know, so what, it's a couple seconds behind, you know, so my TV show is a little later. I go into the bedroom and it's a little bit, I hear it downstairs before I get in the room. But it actually does matter. It matters a great deal because as we start to move where Facebook is going to be streaming college football games this year, Twitter has been streaming NFL games. As we start to move on to the internet uh, where we're watching our sports and consuming, it matters a great deal that ESPN throws out, the reporter tweets out that the game score is in well before the actual action hits my screen. Yes, definitely. There is the whole thing about second screen experiences. You have more than one media where you receive the same uh, information or similar information. People are looking at their phones while they're watching TV. They do that, yeah. They they text with their friends, right? Well, I mean, you know, like father-son, they're different cities, favorite team is playing, you know. And I'm guessing the wagering, the gambling industry cares about this quite a bit too, right? 
who gets what information when? Yeah, oh, for, for sure. There it's even more. It's just like a, it's not even like a uh, a want. It's a must, right? Yeah. I mean, if you have uh, money on a game, you want to see the touchdown when it happens, and not like a minute later. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, when we're gonna kind of shift gears for a little bit, I think what is particularly interesting is you talk about multi-screen. So people, as Charlie mentioned, people using the screen that they're watching plus their phone. Um, it also matters when it comes to social media because live streaming is everywhere. I'm watching our competitors as well as those of just brands in general, live streaming everything they do. And they're not noticing that the engagement is high. They're thinking, I'll go live. People are going to watch. They're going to be like, yeah, they're going to write comments. I'm going to answer. It's going to be great. And it doesn't work because when you go on Facebook live stream, it's seven seconds, 20 seconds, sometimes a minute delayed. And so if I'm writing questions and the person's already moved on to the conversation, the whole thing was pointless. Right, right. So it's a, there's a natural uh, barrier after like 10 seconds where the, the train of thought breaks. And so if you have a live stream, which typically is a 10 seconds or more, then by the time that you receive the, the question and, and start answering a topic, that person that even asked a question is moved on. Yep. And so you, you don't really get what it's called interactivity because it's not just a one way, right? It's, it's a, a c- continuous process. And so to get that going, you need really low latency uh, distribution so that you actually can take the feedback back and respond in, in a timely fashion to get that interactive interaction. So that is kind of why I wanted to kind of have you in. And of course, we're up against the clock as always. Uh, but Charlie, I wanted to kind of have you chime in a little bit because we talked about with Chicago Public Square, the the emails and the ability to be a social media platform, your headlines kind of in a in a nutshell every time. If we don't have the ability to be in real time and get people and sort of be engaging, create an engaging environment where they can communicate with you and you can communicate with them. I feel like that's where the internet media, quote unquote, internet media uh, is going to lose a little bit of their luster is if they, they can't figure out a way to make this as engaging as it was before on TV. It's, it's obviously a challenge, but I think that you know, for now, given the landscape, the technological landscape that we have, the social media landscape that we have, it's incumbent upon uh, content creators, whether it's email, whether it's podcasts, uh, whether it's audio or video, to create content that with a, a shelf life in mind. So many podcasts or pre-recorded audio that you hear now on Amazon Echo, for instance, uh, or uh, through Alexa or Google Home. Yep. Um, if you if you ask for the latest news, you'll hear words like coming up in an hour or in the next few minutes uh, or later tonight. Well, people who are creating that content, if they want it to be useful in the future, need to think about how is this going to sound an hour from now? Yep. Is this going to be valuable or intelligible tomorrow? And if not, well, they need to start thinking in terms of expiration dates. Yeah, and I would actually add and I kick it back uh, to you, Stefan, before we before we head out of here. Um, one of the things that Charlie just mentioned that the, we'll catch you in an hour, we'll catch you in tomorrow. I think with my generation and younger, you're losing that. If you told me I'll see you tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, I have no idea what my life is going to be in 15 minutes, let alone tomorrow. So if, I, if you've got me right now on social media, it popped up that you are live. If you don't say right there, you can ask me questions right now in the next 35 seconds. I'm gone. So you've got to, if you, and if you make that promise, you better deliver. And so when I go hit on that to watch you live, it better be live and I can interact or I'm never coming back. Yes. Uh, it's a, there's a, you know, important aspects to like that interactivity that increases the engagement and the engagement can be measured, right? So people will spend more time with, with your brand, with your broadcast, which has all kinds of good benefits, right? When you talk about monetization and so on. That's why yep. fundamentally, you know, it's the dollar that will make it care, right? Because speed it, is money. Yeah, speed is money. It gets better engagement, more time, more advertisement and so on. Um, and that's all it's all about, right? You want the mind share, the, 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 the time with, with your audience. 
I could absolutely talk to you for hours about this. This stuff, this totally fascinates me, not just media and how people consume, but like the actual how, the the, the real configuration part of it. Um, for people to learn more about Phoenix P2P as a business side, where do they go to learn more? Um, visit our website. And uh, if you are in technology and, and have a need for real-time streaming, please contact us and uh, mention Scott Show and we, we uh, give you three months of uh, free services. Very cool. And if you want to get those free services and you want to learn more about this, honestly, events.technori.com slash go-go. Come to the event on Tuesday night. It's at Chase Auditorium if you're downtown. You'll be able to talk to stuff and like literally like ask these questions directly. Uh, and it's going to be an awesome time. So thank you so much for coming in today to talk about this. And we are going to talk a whole lot more on Tuesday night. Thanks for having me, Scott. Of course, absolutely. I'm Scott Katoon, and you've been listening to WGN Radio AM 720. And now the much-anticipated Ye Kim interview with my friend uh, Martez here. I'll give you a little background. He is a South Side